Hey guys, it's Kelly. I am a self-proclaimed book nerd, a writer, Ashley's best friend, co-host of the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Hey y'all, it's Ashley. I'm a writer producer. Um, I would call myself a book enthusiast now Mm -hmm. and co-host of this pod. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Books We Should Have Read podcast, the show on a mission to get adults who typically aren't into reading into reading through the exploration of Black literary classics. This pod is an extension to the BWSR community, and you can find our complete book list for this season at booksweshouldhavread.com. Tune in each episode as we discuss what we liked and disliked about these reads and whether or not they're worth your time. episode's going to be a little different. Um, I thought it was just important that we take a break from talking about books, surprisingly, and just kind of catch up um, with each other, catch up on our lives, um, try and figure out what we're going to do, like what books we have in mind maybe for the next season, and just have a little chat, a little chit chat. If we... um, you know, we're getting ready to go out. It would be like a get ready with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But instead it's a, um, no, we're just going to sit here and chill instead. And talk. And talk. And maybe talk about, yeah, talk about books a little bit. Talk about books. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to let you kick it off. What you want to know? I would like to know, all right, this is what I want to talk about. Um, One, you know, this episode to me was just important because I just feel like we should take time to catch up, catch our listeners up on what's been going on. Um, For me, nothing much has been going on. I just can't believe that like the year is, well, at the time of recording this, uh, the year is almost over. It's still December, but I just feel like it went by so fast. Same. And I am exhausted, (laughs) y'all. Like, I'm tired. I am so tired and just, um, yeah, it's just been rough. And we've been in a pandemic almost two years. It's Mm going to be two years. And I'm just like, wow. And it doesn't look like it's ending. But No, but niggas are okay with that, too. They're, like, okay with living in this state. And that is insane to me. It's a lot of, I keep hearing a lot of like, I I have to live my life though and and enjoy my life, which I understand that, but I don't know. I just, y'all just be safe out there. Like literally everybody has COVID right now, except for Mm -hmm. me. I don't have COVID, but like everybody has COVID. Just be safe out there, you guys. Um, But yeah, I'm just tired. Like, and then it's just like, I'm trying to figure out why I'm tired. And I'm like, oh, because you've been living in a global pandemic for going on two years and it's like no end in sight. (laughs) Yeah. And then the day, the day in and the day out can oftentimes feel super mundane. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're in this fucking hamster wheel. First off, I have a very weird take on life anyway. And so before the pandemic, I felt like life was one big ass hamster wheel. And yeah. now it's like a smaller hamster wheel and we're moving in this. And because it's smaller, our rotations are happening a lot quicker. Does that yes. make sense? Yeah. Like that's, it's and that's why crazy. I feel like this year has flown by for me. 
It's so, like, I just can't wrap my head around the fact that the year is almost over. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, though, I am oddly super optimistic about next year Mm -hmm. and everything. And it could be because, like, I'm closing a major chapter with finishing grad school um, and, like, starting to think about what I want my new this new chapter of my life to look like once I'm finished. Um, But I'm also super optimistic about books we should have read. Like we have like these conversations about where we see it going and like the things we want to implement. And that is super exciting to me. Um, I got a couple of other projects that are rolling out um, (laughs) in the, in 2022 that are super exciting. um, And it just feels good to really be like putting a lot of the ideas and dreams that I had into like, like working towards seeing them through to re like realizing them. I don't yeah, know if that makes seeing sense. Seeing them to fruition. Yeah. Like- and like taking it really, really, really slow and just going step by step by step and not putting an arbitrary date attached to it, giving myself wiggle room to take a break when I need to. It just really, really feels really good. And I I love this working style so much and it makes me want to be an entrepreneur solely for like the rest of my life, like not be tied to a corporate environment at all. And I- but I've learned so much along the way with like being a project manager and then like being mm-hmm. a producer. Um, and, and it really helped me be able to manage my own time. Um, and so I, I feel like I have the tools to be a successful entrepreneur. You definitely do. And I, I really think that everything that you're planning for 2022 it's going to be super dope. So I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I'm like super it. proud of you. I just, I'm with you though on that. Like, I just think that definitely everything has just been going by so quickly and it's like you blink and it's been like, I feel like I blink and it's already Friday. Like the days go by so obscenely fast. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess, uh, I guess we're uh, just... <laughs> gonna just wing it now but I don't know I'm really excited for 2022 as well like oddly like I'm looking forward to it I'm like just I I feel like only like I actually feel very positive about it like I feel like there's just gonna be great like opportunities and I just have a lot of positive vibes and I don't know, bro. I just think that like I, I, I just one thing I hope is just that like I stop being so like, uh, it's weird because I feel like I'm exhausted because time is going so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's just attributing to it because it's just like, damn, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like we get no breaks. Like, even if you take a break or take a vacation, it's like it's over in a blink of an eye. So, um, but I'm with you. And I'm also looking forward to like uh, the books that we'll read in 2022 and uh, kind of building my personal book list and then our books we should have read list um, about like what we want to do 
set our reading list goals. My reading list goal this year was 60 books. It was originally mm-hmm. 75. I had to knock it down because again, time, like before I knew it, it was like October and I was yeah. like, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get like pump. Like, I think I was like, mm, I, I think I was only like maybe 22 books off, but I was just like, I'm not going to get the 75. Like I got to knock this down to 60. So I did. And I'm glad I did. Cause you know, less pressure and all that stuff on myself, but. And that's supposed to be fun too. It's supposed to be fun. (laughs) And that was the thing too, is like, I was like, no, this is like my, supposed to be my happy thing. Like my fun thing to do. I do not want to be pressured about finishing books. And so I was like, yeah, we going just this list to 60, make it more realistic. Um, And like, I think next year, like I'm definitely going to make it more uh, realistic. Cause like, I didn't realize this. But like when doing the books for the pod, like, because I really, when I read the books for the pod, you know, we take our notes. I I try to take notes. So I take notes on all the characters or I usually take quotes from the book that I like that I want to read for passages. And like, it's like, it's work, you guys. Okay. This podcast is work. It is real work. Y'all, like, I know we get on here and we be kikiing, but we really do be (laughs) working. Because mm-hmm. it's like not um, as simple as I assumed it was. And that was my bad. So um, that's one thing that I've learned for next year. Like next year, I think I'm going to stick to maybe 50 books, 40. I yeah. think we're going to. You know, I really wanted to talk to you about that, like about how you feel with like reading turning into a, something that's a little more than a hobby because the mm-hmm. first couple of seasons of books we should have read was a lot for me and that's mm-hmm. because um I had to coordinate so many different schedules in order to get the yeah. the episodes recorded and then my original um audio engineer lived in the UK and it was just like a lot of coordination mm-hmm. um a lot of moving pieces and so when me and Toya decided to have like a co-host and like you be the co-host, like it simplified so much for me, <laughs> which then made, I mean, books we should have read has always been fun to me, mm-hmm. but like it made it more, it made it feel less like work and more like fun. And so I, yeah. I want to know what that transition was like for you though. I will, I will admit it was tougher than it was harder than I expected it to be because you know I just read books for fun and also I told you we talked about this a lot where like if I don't like a book I just stop reading it like I just be like nope but with books we should have read I just wanted to make sure one that I was giving the book a fair shot you know there were a couple books where I just really couldn't finish um and I, so what I, what I do now is I separate, what I do is like, usually after I finish a book on our books, we should have read list, I'll just go and find like just a random little book to read, like anything really. And it, like, I, I just do like, I call them little palate cleansers between it. So it's like separating from work and like separating from work and, uh, and, and play, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it was tough though. That was one thing that I thought um, like that I didn't realize. Like I was like, oh, like, okay, this, I, I need to make sure. And sometimes like, and I'm bad at procrastinating. So sometimes like if it was hard for me to get into a book on our list, I would just read another book 
And then I'd come back to our book. Like we talked about this, like I'd come back yeah. to a book on our list and that helped a lot. Um, but yeah, I like it, it, it did. I, I, I am trying to find a balance. I think I got better at it towards the end, but it was tough though. It was a little tough, but definitely doable. And speaking of which, we definitely are going to, for next, our next set of books. I'm interested. I want to know what people think we should read next. Like fantasy, paranormal. I really, really want like paranormal with sex. Like that is like. (laughs) So you want like paranormal romance. Yeah. Or like Mm -hmm. I would even take fantasy and sex. I want it to feel less normal. Like if that makes sense. Like Mm. I just don't, I don't want like everyday football player meets long We had a couple football players this season. We had a couple football players. I realized that. We had more than a couple. We, and I think we're learning so much as we're doing this. And like, I know we just talked about it offline, but like, I I think something that I need to get better out with the pod is vetting the books because like I said before, I really, really hate spending energy on shit that I don't like because I'm just mm-hmm. like not in the business of tearing people down. But I do believe in the power of um, honest criticism. Um, things like productively though, like things that could like help someone be a better writer like and and speaking from like a former editor but then also um as someone who reads books (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy like we talked about this before we started recording it it's hard because it's like sometimes you just don't know right like there's been a few books on our list you guys like we were just like, we thought we would be in the clear because like if the books were well, like had good ratings, like we weren't reading the reviews, but if they like were rated and they seemed like pretty popular, but then the, the, the thing, the problem we would find ourselves with is that, you know, what one person might like might not be something that we're into or Mm -hmm. Ash is into or I'm into. And, um, and I, like I said to you, Ash, I just think that like sometimes it's just like a roll of the dice. You just gotta like, cause you really don't know like what's going to be the diamond in the, like the diamond in the rough. Like to right. me, I was like, I can't wait. I, I know I talked to you about this numerous times, but I can't wait to read more of Christina C. Jones work because she was mm-hmm. a nice find. Like I mm-hmm. really loved her book behind the scenes. You guys, if you haven't listened to that episode, um, please check out our episode behind the scenes uh, Christina C. Jones reader book. Um, it was really good. And it was just like a nice surprise because she was an author that I'd never even heard about before we started, um, looking for books for this season. And, uh, so I like that, but it just, it also is just like some books, you know, we encounter and they're just not our cup of tea. And that's yeah. okay, but it just, it's hard because to Ashley's point, it's not like when you watch a movie that you're not into, so you just waste maybe two hours, two and a half hours. When it's a book, it's like a couple days, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's and then, hard. And then when it's like, uh, I'm really, okay. So I'm really careful when I talk about um, 
literacy and like language and shit like that because mm-hmm. I think it's a it's both are very white supremacist concepts. Mm, um, yeah. And so I and I understand that like all people have their different lexicon. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? And I just don't want to criticize or rate or um, critique these books in that very white supremacist American ass view. Mm-hmm. Point, you know, through those yep. lenses. And so um, I want to be very careful with what I'm about to say. But I I want to read quality work. Well, yeah. And, and I, you're not you're not saying nothing bad when you say that. It's just like some things we've come across have been very like Wattpad. But okay. So two things with Wattpad. Number one, three things. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Number two, I thoroughly enjoy Wattpad books, but number three, some of this shit is just very, just like not good. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's very like poor quality and like, um, and it just, that's why it's like really tricky for me to Mm -hmm. present like some of the books that we just had to absolutely scrap from this season. It, I don't want to judge through those lenses because I understand that because it didn't connect with me and that's not the lexicon that I speak and like um I but it could be someone else's and clearly from the ratings on Goodreads it was a it resonated with a lot of people yeah and also too I think a lot of it too and I'll be real with you I think a lot of it correct me if I'm wrong it's not even just uh the character's vernacular even. It's just sometimes it's just for me, what really gets me is I can look past that. It's just the story. If if the story isn't there, it's hard. Like -hmm. if the story isn't there, if I can't connect with the characters, it's hard. But there were like, there were um, for like books we had to scrap where we really went back and forth on it um, because some of just the right, it was just like not so much even like the vocabulary. It was just like the writing was mm-hmm. just like, oh, it just, you, we couldn't get through it. And, and to your point and, and how I always say, you know, and how we always say our goal is not to, it's absolutely not to tear down a creative's work and at all. Um, but we want to give honest reviews. And sometimes we just, you know, if a book does not resonate, we can't give an honest, like we can't give a review that we feel comfortable putting out there um, because the book didn't resonate with us. We just scrap it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just I don't think wanna, is fair. I do too. I don't want to put like, I feel like because we do, this is coming out after a book um, that we did give a very like honest in-depth review on and it wasn't either one of our favorites, mm-hmm. but I felt like listening back to that episode that it wasn't tearing down the author, right? No, it was just, we just couldn't connect to the story because the, the story. author's writing was good. The author, yeah. could, like the, the writing was good. It was just couldn't connect to the story. Yeah. And so like whenever we scrap a book, it's not even because we can't connect to the story or the characters. Usually it's just because it's like, it, we truly can't get through that book. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think like us, like, 
with the majority of our books this season really like playing around in that indie self-published realm mm-hmm. um and that is why we ran into a few of these issues but to your point earlier when we talked offline you were like but uh Niggas on the best on the New York Times bestsellers list be be rolling out trash ass shit too. So yes, they do. The only mm-hmm. difference is, is it'll be uh, better edited usually. Like the editing is is a bit better, but man, but well, also then what the fuck happened with life after? I that, was just gonna then? say, but also <laughs> it's not always that way because mm-hmm. you know um, very popular books and with very popular authors you know, can fall short. That's why I say like, it's just always going to be really a hit or miss. And like, we, we will try, like, you know, we try our best, but we just don't know. But I also like that, like, you know, you find, like I said, you find authors that surprise you. And then, you know, I thought we did good though. Like, I think we had what, four books in the collection that we really, really liked. Like really, really liked. Out of how many books? Eight. Eight. That's not bad. To me, that's not bad. Yeah. Seven, because we scrapped one. <laughs> okay, yeah. So out of seven books, four books we really liked. So I think that that, like, for us, I thought that that was really good. I think we yeah. did better than what we... But I think what happened was, is just, like, um, it was, like, consecutive books that we were just not filling. It was, like, consecutive. Like, all the books that we really loved were in the beginning. Yeah. Because we were we, most excited about reading those. <laughs> yeah. Which is, a, it's nothing wrong with that. Um, and they did pay off because they were amazing books. But yeah, I think that that's one thing that like going into next season, you know, we'll try our best. But, you know, if it still happens where we're like, oh, wow, like now we know we can scrap, you know, we can move on and try and pick something else out or... Yeah. And that's why I would just ask the audience to give us a little bit of grace on the website, y'all, because we do post the book like we post the book list on there um, so that if you wanted to read along with us, you totally could. And you can know what the next book is coming mm-hmm. up and and shit like that. But like that is a what is it's a constant it's in progress what is it called? It's in flux, girl. It is in flux. <laughs> that thing could change because yes. <laughs> Because we could get through something and we send a text to each other like, you reading this? Or actually FaceTimes me and doesn't say anything on the FaceTime and just looks at me. And then I know. Like, you calling Bitch, about this book? Oh, okay. I was upset. I was upset. You were heated. I saw the look on your face. You didn't even say a word. And I was like, yeah, Ash is not having it. But Because also we spend money on these books because we have to... F- a photograph them like we yeah. have to and we buy all our books y'all is there's no i mean listen <laughs> we don't got no sponsor sending us books None. so we are None. buying these with our money and it's just very like you know it can be disheartening sometimes when you come yeah. across a book that you're like dang but at the end of the day i'm like oh okay but i've supported a a black indie author though so That's like whatever it's like we feel better because it's just like oh at least i supported like a woman, like a black woman or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'll write it off as that. And then I always think about like all the dumb shit I've spent my money on. And I'm like, listen. But then also, you know, we do the free library and we're about to pick that back up too. So now I have books to add to the free library. Like, And there you go. It like, we can donate the books. Is there something you want to advertise on books we should have read? Email us at Info at books we should have read.com. 
That's info at booksweshouldhaveread.com. Talk to me about, well, you already told me the number of books you want to read. Is there anything on this reading list that you're just like... Looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, not really. I really want to get more into um, fantasy and paranormal because I, I started reading, I, I read more paranormal books um, this year. And I was just like, okay, this is interesting, but there's like a whole world with paranormal books. And then depending on what type of like, I guess you call them creatures they're writing about. So it's like, I feel like you need like to educate yourself (laughs) before. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like I needed to educate myself before getting into, you know, uh, that universe. Um, But I do want to read more fantasy. I think I told you about this earlier. Um, There is like, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but I'm pretty sure they're a husband and wife duo, writing duo. Alana Andrews is their pen name, um, but they're a husband and wife and they write fantasy books. And I started a fantasy um, series with them. Um, I, I started like one of their fantasy books uh, last year or no, this year. Oh my God, I don't know time uh, in the beginning of the year. And it was really, really good. And then I saw they have a new fantasy series coming out that I want to check out. Um, so, but yeah, that's my goal is to get more into fantasy books. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. about with you? I don't know. I, I've been thinking more so about the number, um, that Ah, I want to tackle. And so for me, I'm going to, I'm going to go for 50. I'm going to shoot for 50 books. I think this year, um, also, I need to get really, I need, I need to get a lot better at tracking my books on Goodreads because mm-hmm. I don't do that. Um, especially like including the books that I read for school because that counts too. Um, so yeah, just 50 books. I have a lot of books on my bookshelf that I purchased at the beginning of mm-hmm. 21 that like I still need to read. Like uh, Clap When You Land. Oh. Oh my gosh, I heard that that was good. I want to read yeah. that. That's I like that's on my to reads list. Clap when you land. Yeah. I have some Jacqueline Woodson on here. So like, hold on, let me bring my mic over here. I have some Jacqueline Woodson over here, Red at the Bone. I have um Patrice Caldwell's A Phoenix First A Phoenix First Must Burn, which is um Ooh, I like that. Um, I like an that anthology title. of short stories, so kind of like a la um Octavia Butler's why can't I think of the name of it? But she has like a, a book, of, a popular book of short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I have We Are Not Broken by George M. Johnson, who is a non-binary author who wrote a memoir about his his life and like growing up in a matriarchal household, which is like something that I just researched for um, my African philosophy course. So I, I bought that book while doing my research and I just haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blood Child is the name of the Octavia Butler book that has like the anthology of short stories. Um, Yeah. So like I have a ton of books that I need to get to that I've been trying to get to for like the past year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, And but also recognizing that we may not cover them on this in this next season. And so I just want to have 
time to read things outside of this. But it's been really hard this semester with school to do that. Yeah. I'm hoping to do that next semester since my load is like lightened a lot. So, yeah. And you will. You you for sure will. And, you know, and also the thing about that reading list is you can adjust it. Oh, <laughs> As yeah. I learned. As I learned, you can adjust that reading list and mm-hmm. it'll be... A-okay. I, yeah, I definitely, but yeah, that's my goal is to read more fantasy, read more paranormal. Um, I kind of want to read the Bridgerton series because I couldn't get into the show. I could not get into that show, but I, I did hear that the books were good. I kind of, oh, that's my dog. Zio, what are you doing? <laughs> he wants to play so bad. So the Bridgerton series. So I couldn't, I'll be real. I couldn't watch. I got through like maybe 20 minutes of the first episode and I was just like, why are you and I the same person? I actually, (laughs) and I couldn't do it. And although the guy is, he's, he's very handsome. Um, but I was just like, no, immediately. No, like immediately. No, I remember cause it was like one of the first, when I first moved into this apartment, it was like the first thing that I was watching on my new TV and I was just like, damn, my new TV is nice. And then I was just like, oh, I can't watch this. Like, <laughs> it, I just couldn't get into it. So I've been going back and forth on if I should um, try to read the books. Like, I know they're about all the sisters or all the kids. Like, every book is about a different kid. Um, so mm, I, I don't know. I'll think about it. I don't know. Because mm, okay. I don't really like historical romance really like that. Oh, God, I love historical fiction. <laughs> Yeah, it don't I really, love it. I know. See, but I, I love it about black people. See, yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, I just really, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, historical dramas or fiction, like TV shows and stuff don't do it for me. So, mm. I, like, but I, I was, I was interested because I've seen a lot of people talk about the series and I was like, well, I'm, you know, I couldn't finish the, the TV show. So maybe i try the book. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking about doing that, but I, you know, who knows how I'll feel. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. And, and listen, I don't want to do nothing that I don't want to do. <laughs> That's how, honestly, <laughs> that has been my entire 2021. Like, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to. Like, I just, I was always a person that said no to things. Like, I just like, I would just be like, no. But now I'm like going into 2022. I'm going to continue that. Like just being like, nah, I'm good. Setting boundaries. Oh, listen, that has been so amazing. And I think that's the reason that like no one in my house has COVID. And I'm not saying that. I was just about to say that (laughs) setting boundaries. And I think that's why I I am, you know, knock on some wood and out here still COVID free. Thank baby Jesus. Because, Mm -hmm. um, just saying no and, and no explanation. I have no follow up. Just no. No. Yeah. Just like, I'm not going to make it. Mm -mm. Count me out. That's my favorite one. Count me out. (laughs) Or, or Mm -hmm. if it's sent in a group text and it's like more than two people in a group text, I just won't respond. But then sometimes like I'll get an individual text from the person throwing the event asking me if I'm coming. And then the answer is like, no. And I say no because of my son. Smart. And and I leave that like his name is like a complete sentence at this point because I'm just. That's so funny. It's just like no. And then his Mm -hmm. name. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Honestly, like 
in that and also what I'm going to do more of in 2022, I think we talked about this. Like I've just been um, going back and just doing things that make my inner child happy. Mm. <laughs> it's been yeah, nice. Yeah, I was supposed to get into watercoloring and the summer, but the summer got away from me. But like that's something I used oh. to at my godmom's house. Oh my god paint and draw all the time because she was an old teacher. So, I mean, a former teacher. She, so she had, had like, all the, she had all the like old school supply type stuff and things yes. to keep us kids occupied. I remember that. Yes. And I would just, it was just like her recreation room. Remember her recreation room? Girl, how many dances, carpet. how many dances do we make up downstairs? <laughs> how many dances did we make up downstairs? You know, I was thinking about randomly, like when I would have dinner at um at your godmom's house, we have dinner. And I remember she'd always like give us like, a, do you remember this? Like a piece of bread yes. with butter on it with, with our dinner. Always. And, and I Kelly, still, I still do that. It's so, and it'd be like the sprouted bread. It'd be good. Like what type of bread was that? It was good. It was, it's oat nut bread. Oat nut bread. Okay. It was so good. And she'd always like, put like a piece of bread with butter and it'd go along with our meal, no matter what we were having. And I just like, I like was weirdly thinking about this not long ago. And I was like, oh. wow. Mm-hmm. She would always awesome. set the table, like always. We had yeah. to, yeah, and we always ate together. I had, like I felt like I had a lot of meals over there. We totally. were best friends, though. We were like, cause, yeah. Like I would literally cut through the woods from my house to your godmom's house, and I would meet you halfway. Yep, we just cut th- walking through the woods because you know ticks <laughs> weren't back in those days. Lyme disease was not. How don't we have Lyme disease, bro? <laughs> Like, I have no clue, but it was I, like, we weren't fighting off trees though. Yeah. Right? Like, huh? We weren't fighting off trees, right? Like. I know it was, but it was woods though, Ashley. It we're, was woodsy. For it sure. It was woodsy. And it was like crazy. Cause there was definitely ticks in those woods. It's crazy how we don't have like Lyme disease now as adults, but. Yeah. Good looking out for the, by the angels, I guess. Cause we used to be up in the woods. I mean, dirt. low key, my godmom's um, son died from. Oh Lyme my disease. gosh. See? And so I maybe he was watching over us, like not in these woods. Because yes. you know he grew up in that house. So yep. I, nine times out of ten he got bit by a tick in the in those same woods. So Bro, maybe it was his spirit. Like Yo, let's he, protect these dumbass kids. You know, these dumbasses just walk. <laughs> it's a whole ass sidewalk. There's an entire street and they want to cut through the woods. <laughs> Gosh. But I equally spent so much time at your house, too. Yeah, we were just always at each other's house. We had a good time. We had a good childhood, though. We We did. And your mom would take us everywhere. Like, your mom would just take us. Oh, she would. She took us everywhere. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. funny. But it's like thinking about oat nut bread. I'm going to buy some oat nut bread. It's really good. I can't eat it anymore because it has dairy in it. But um, Mm -hmm. it's really good. My sister still buys it. It is so good. And I think the last time I had it was at your godmom's house. <laughs> so good. Oh. oh, man, back in the days. Back in the days. But no, I, um, how do we even get on that topic? My bad. I don't know. We're, oh, watercoloring, doing things that make oh, our inner child, our inner, child, our inner children yeah. happy. Yeah. yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. I think that's smart because yeah, your godmom definitely had all the like cool arts and crafts stuff at her, at her house. And, um, and mm-hmm. I just think it's like nice. It's like, it's so crazy because it's like, who's like, who made up the rule that like you can't do certain things or 
anymore because you're an adult. It's like, no, like I want to do this. Like my biggest thing right now is I've been watching a lot of anime. I've talked to you about this. I've been watching anime. Um, and I just finished this one called Black Clover, the first season. It's so good. And I am like, honestly, I'm about to subscribe, like get a subscription to like, it's like the anime, it's like Netflix, but anime, mm. um, because I need to watch the rest of the seasons. Cause I'm like, how much is this a month? I might have to do this. Is but, it appropriate for like my son's age or no? Um, it depends. Like, are you okay? Like, cause it's like, um, they're like bad, there's battles and stuff, but they're about kids. It's nothing like, uh, it's not like sexual or anything like that, yeah, but I like okay it because it. it's, I like it because it's the main character is this kid who has, like, he lives in a world where everybody has magic powers and he doesn't. He's the only person without magic powers. Oh, wow. And it turns out that like, that's what makes him the strongest person because mm. nobody's magic can, um, cause he can deflect everybody's magic. Uh, doesn't matter what they do. And it's just like, it's such a feel good, like little anime. I really like it. But I I watched the first season and you know who put, this is, I'm saying like who put me on, like we're friends, but Megan the Stallion was talking about it in an interview because she oh. watches a lot of anime. Yeah. And she talked about it and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Like, I was like, I'm going to check this out because she talks about like good anime. So I was like, I'm going to check this out, girl. I binged watched, like, I think the first season was like 52 episodes or something. I binge watched all of them in like a couple days. Like, I was like, I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> Just gonna yeah. Watch Anime isn't my thing, but my kid really, really enjoys it. Like, yeah. I'm getting him this game for Christmas called Gekin something. I can't read it, girl. I don't know the name of it, but really? he's like really into like anime he's into like superhero type shit Aww, like he really yeah. is super excited about the season two of raising dion which comes out in february like yes. he's watched the he's trailer super, like five or six times he's got superpowers i think i know i, I think that looks like because I, I didn't realize that that was a tv show i thought it was just a movie when it came out because oh, no, it, it's a series it's a series so i saw that trailer and i was like oh my god so i was like i gotta watch this I actually really, really enjoyed it. The mom is super corny to me. Like she's, it's very weird. Like some instances in it, it's like, oh, okay. They're trying to, to make you know that she's a black mom, which like I'm not mad at, but it just felt super performative, weird. I know, Ashley's brain. But overall, that series was fire. I've watched that series twice. My son has watched it like 30 fucking times. <laughs> like, well, I wonder where he gets it from. You were just I talking know. about how you watch, how many times you watched season two of Love Life. <laughs> I've watched season two of Love Life That was times. enough. Thank you again for putting me on that. Love Life, yes. you guys, on HBO Max, really good. I highly recommend. So good, so good. I've watched... Season two, like three times. And I've watched season one twice. So. You know, they say that when you rewatch shows over and over again, it's a sign of a mental illness. Did you see that's a new thing? I Well, I definitely have one. So, Well, like, I, and listen, I ain't even gonna hold you. I've been you. I was crazy. <laughs> like, I'll tell, I'll tell the therapist myself. <laughs> really? Why do they say like that's a sign though? That's so funny. Cause I watch the same movies over and over and over. Cause they say it's a sign of a, a trauma. Like the fact that we watch things over and over. Cause and over it makes again. us feel good. I think so. I got to look it up, but that's, and then somebody, I saw it on TikTok cause it's been a thing on TikTok. And then somebody in the comments is like, we can't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
we can't have nothing without it being a mental illness. And I was like, for real, like, oh, this is a sign of a mental illness. Thanks, guys. Girl, add my name to the running list of niggas with mental illnesses then because it's fine. And I'm okay with So what do they say about people who read the same book over and over again? I think in anything, like, I think it's like books, TV shows, movies, it's all like in this. Well, scene. my son too. So what trauma does he have? Listen, <laughs> I just think being it's... born, coming, like being born is traumatic as fuck. So then we all have that then. Cause we were, we all had to get here somehow. And we it's all traumatic. had to get here somehow. And also I'm just like, I don't, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Cause anything that brings me comfort, like, and I'm not hurting anybody. It's not destructive. It's not destructive. Yeah. I'm not hurting others. No, I don't see the problem. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's how I feel. Um, add my name to the list. <laughs> Wait, do you hear that? That silence could be filled with an advertisement for your new product or brand. Email us at info at com if you'd like to be a sponsor for and have your ad placed within the Books We Should Have Read podcast. We can't wait to welcome you to the family. That's the other thing too. In 2022, working on that my mental health, like making sure I find a therapist that I like, and just yeah, they yeah. wouldn't let me sign up. The marketplace would not let me sign up for private insurance because I didn't make any money this year, <laughs> and so like I'm waiting on my paperwork for Medicaid right now because <laughs> they said okay, we're sending your paperwork for Medicaid, and I'm like cool, it's All fine. Right, yeah, mm -hmm. like, shoot, like, listen, like, and, and I just feel like, I don't know, I th I feel like therapy should be free. It just, should be. I sh just, I just think it should, and I think we should all have to go. Mm-hmm. And Dude. it's honestly, therapy is a luxury because it's, it, it's expensive and it a is. lot of insurance does not cover it. Yeah. Or they only cover X amount of sessions and then afterwards mm -hmm. you have to pay for it. And it's just like, it's crazy. I, I think that that is like, I don't know, man, I, I don't want to go to a dark place, but there's just things about America that really upset me. Like, didn't America just lose like a lawsuit or something? Because like about their crimes against humanity. Did you see that come out? Is that a thing? I did not see that, but it makes fucking sense. Because and apparently it's just like their crimes against humanity and it's like crimes against black people and people of color. And it was like a whole thing. And I was trying to find the um, the articles about it, but it's it happened a couple weeks ago and people have been like, I've seen like tweets and stuff like that about it. And I'm like, I really need to like look into this, but... <laughs> Well, you look into it and tell me what had happened because I don't I'll watch you the news no more. Girl, I don't watch the news either. And I'm just like, girl. Yeah, 21, that was, I was just like, okay, we're not doing, no, actually mid 2020, I was just like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And so I, was, I don't watch the news. Dude, I said F the news when they had the COVID death ticker on our TV oh. screens. I am still like beefing with like the news Each over that. Each time you say that, it gives me chills. It made me so upset. I was like, how... Who thought it was okay to put a death counter on the news to tell you how many people are dying every second? And then, Kelly, why are we watching videos of people dying on the internet? And then why are music artists recreating these very political, in quotes, moments 
during their performances. It's weird. Stop that shit. I think, too, I just I think everybody's so desensitized. Like people are truly desensitized to things and they don't have anybody to tell them like, yo, y'all need to chill. Or if they do have that person, they get rid of that person immediately when they raise their hand and say, this is not okay. But there's just, yeah, like I'm with you. Like I stopped watching the news and and stuff like that because I just, it just was making me depressed, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were already depressed because we were were locked, we were locked in the house, but like that really was just sending me over the edge. I have a huge sensor on like all of the content I consume though. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even watch award shows live anymore. Like all I Oh, I like, stopped watching award shows like four years ago. I, I used to love them. it. I used to love it. Oscars, Emmys, um, BET Awards, MTV, yeah. VMAs. I used to love that shit so much. But like my nervous system got so out of whack that like now I, this is the one time I'll do like a, a Google search, like Emmys, the get on the, um, or I'll get on on like Instagram or something or Twitter and I'll listen to what other people are saying about performances the day after. And then if I want to catch, if I feel like I should catch this performance that I missed or this speech that I missed or this moment that I missed, then I YouTube it. Yeah, you can just YouTube it. (laughs) You know what? That makes sense. I always, like, I stopped watching award shows years ago. I just would, like, and then all I would do is remember, like, when they would have, like, the red carpet before, I would watch that, excuse me, to see their outfits. But now I don't even have to do that because... You know, you can just go online and well, it's like Instagram. A, yeah, it's like it's Instagram. It'll be like a live feed of like what everybody's wearing on the red carpet. And I'm like, yeah. OK, that's what I needed. I think mine, though, it's really sad when I think about having to have this like sensor like up. It's because humans are unpredictable as fuck. Mm. And like I need to make sure that what I'm consuming is not going to harm me anyway. What and that's really you? sad. Can that I ask like you that. what was harming you about the award shows? Yeah, just um, very provocative uh, speeches or you know how I am when like an allying, I get secondhand embarrassment a lot. And at first Mm. I used to like laugh it off, but like that shit is a trigger for me. Like it will send me like in an anxiety fit. So like when an allying artist gets on, I'm getting chills just thinking about it, an allying artist getting on stage or um, performer getting on stage and giving an acceptance speech and saying something that I just know is just like super fucking fugazi Um, Ah. or um, a performance like one artist who I will not name on the BET Awards who reenacted George Floyd's (gasps) knee on its fucking neck. I heard about that. Like shit like that or like another artist like a lot of the performances now have been super political and like it feels and it's super also sensationalized. Like they're all to, yeah, they're all trying to one up each other. And I, it's so weird. I, I get that. I get that now. It's weird. It gives me crazy anxiety. And like, I just had to like, to divest from a lot of shit. Like I stopped following a ton of celebrities on social media. Like mm-hmm. now most people I follow are are people who give like, commentary on shit like funny mm-hmm. commentary though making fun of niggas yeah or like the um the sex in the city page that we were talking about like oh i follow stuff like that now yeah. or like when you told me about the um celebrity gossip one. Oh, dumois dumois yeah yeah i follow stuff like that now because it makes me laugh and it puts 
a, a hilarious spin on whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. Like Northwest, her uh, Instagram page I follow now. Oh my God. Is that the Nori's Black book or something? Nori's Black. Yeah. It's and it's like, like just like, it's like written in Northwest's perspective yes. and she's just ripping them apart. And it's, it's gold. And that's I've, what. It's a black woman. You know, it's a black woman that runs that. Is it? They had I, I, her. They had her on the episode of the Kardashians. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. it's so good. It makes sense though. She's funny. Um, there's another. <laughs> so the writer of Zola, his name is Jeremy O'Harris. Uh huh. His uh-huh. Instagram is life. Like these are the people who I. I gotta follow him. I now step into like, um, because I I had to I had to cut everything down i follow aesthetic people like this one person who i love so much her name is ashley johnson and her handle is hi aj so h-i-a-j then <laughs> i posted about her a couple of times in my stories like um she's a creative and she used to work for crown magazine and oh, like cool. she would do like how to do how to make your own tablescape or how to Take care of your cast iron skillet. Like, I'm such an old lady now. <laughs> Aren't we all, though? Like, honestly. Like, that's what I follow. It's crazy. It's been, like, I've been seeing this trend. I feel like we're all, like, like, because we're technically considered, I mean, we're not the baby millennials, because what are they, 1994? Yeah. But, we're like, yeah. yeah. So, and we're not the older millennials, because they're 1981. So, we're, oh, like, really? In, yeah. Millennials, I think, are 1981, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Damn. And so like we're so we're we're like in like right there almost at the cusp and like um but it was just so funny because it was just like what is everybody doing? I saw this on TikTok. It's like what what everybody's doing like what are you doing? Point of view, it's like your Friday night or what are you doing on a Friday night? And it's like all the millennials are like at home and like they're fucking snuggies, like like watching TV or just like dancing by, or like dancing by themselves or talking to themselves. Girls, like excited. Nobody, nobody's leaving the house. No excited about putting on my new fuzzy socks that I bought. Bro. Like ooh, like excited to use my new body butter when I get out the shower. <laughs> Yo, the things that make me happy. Um, was it on Saturday night? Putting after I get out the shower, putting on my fresh, clean sheets on my oh, bed yes. and getting into bed <laughs> to go and play Animal Crossing. That has <laughs> been like, life, Animal Crossing. Yes. Uh, yo, Animal Crossing, like, thank goodness that got us through the pandemic in the beginning of the pandemic. Thank you, Kelly. Yes, it did. Thank you so much for that shit. It makes me want to start playing The Sims again. Honest, oh, I don't even, I don't trust myself with The Sims because it's going to be a downward spiral. Because like, <laughs> like Animal Crossing was bad, but The Sims, you will lose me. I'll probably lose my job, lose my apartment, <laughs> like, because I'd probably be playing that for hours. Um, but like, that is like the things I like to do. And then I was thinking like, oh my God, like how boring am I? Like, I'm so, but I love it. It just gives me so much peace. Like, I'm so happy here. I'm so happy I'm here. so at peace with like just being in my apartment, laying in my cozy pajamas, playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> 
and oh, just the best. or not doing nothing else. And, and watching good TV, like you've, um, you know, like I said, you put me on to Love Life, which I thought was so good. Like I've been in, been watching, like watching anime. I just started Naruto, which is like a really popular anime. So I started Naruto. I like it so far. Um, and then watching Harlem, which oh, y'all, yeah. Harlem on Amazon Prime really good. This is for all of the people that are currently watching and just like that on HBO Max. And if it's not giving you what you need, maybe check out Harlem because you yeah. really, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a lot of like, it's like our sex in the city. A little. Yeah. You know what I will say about and just like that backslash sex in the city, because I'm always just going to call it sex in the city. I know. Um, I'm really excited about Nicole Ari Parker. I know we talked about this like yes. yesterday or earlier today. Like she, I need, I need time dedicated to Nicole Ari Parker and her, her, her TV husband and the TV kids and the TV family, like the same way that they dedicate time to like Miranda, Samantha. Uh, yeah. Cause it seems sorry, like I, I'm interested to see if they're going to bring her into the fold. Cause it seems like they're setting it up that way. Like, is she just going to be Charlotte Sprint or are they going to bring her into the fold? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. But the way that they introduced like her husband and like the mother-in-law and they had like their whole little moment at the recital. Yeah. It gives you it the idea that think. she's going to get her own storyline, which I think they will do. I think oh my God. Do. And tell me why I have the biggest crush on Shay. Oh, um, Callie Torres from Grey's Anatomy. I have the biggest crush on Chase's character. I like, loved her character on. Wait, you watched Grey's Anatomy, right? No. Yeah, I did. Okay. I stopped after like uh, right after season ten. I gave up. I stopped. Was Callie in it at that point? Yeah, yeah, she was in it. Um, okay, from yeah. the beginning up until no, she she, moved she came in because she started dating. She dated George, right? Was she, was she? No, wait. She was married to one of the people at the hospital. Yeah. And then they got divorced and then she started dating the woman and then they got married. And her in Arizona. A, yeah. yeah, her in Arizona. Because yeah. I don't remember. Okay, I got to look at that because I didn't think Callie was in it from season one. I thought she came in oh, like maybe season she two wasn't, or three. Maybe she wasn't They got in so many. One. That shit's been on since yeah. we were in ninth grade, dog. And that's what I'm saying, Kelly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. My bad. Because it all meshes together for it me. All like how together. many, how many plane crashes were there? How many hospital shootings? How many natural disasters? And so, I had like, I'm just watching it because then I thought I was a doctor for a minute. Like I was yeah. like, I binge watched yeah. like seasons. I rewatched from season one to like season sixteen one summer. And girl, you can tell used, me when nothing. I used to write for Bustle, I I had to binge, had to start all the way at the beginning and yeah. catch up because no. I was following the show. Um, what's her name? Sarah Ramirez is her name in real mm-hmm. life. She's a good. I like their her name. character. Their name. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Their name. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't know her. Uh, I didn't know their pronouns. But yeah, Sarah Ramirez is um, an amazing act actor. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, but I think I don't know. that they are like bringing, I think they're like that character is making the show more interesting. Absolutely. Because um, Che is introducing new conversations to yes. the, into the fold. And I think that Che is going to play a really huge role in Rose's transition. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. I'm oh going to say, Ashley, God. hold on, Ashley. Don't cut that out. Cut, don't mess up. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> We're just gonna yeah, cut, that, gonna part cut, out. Just cut yeah, that out. Just cut that out. 
Um, I'm terrible with this way. But yeah, I think that Che is going to play a really huge role. Yeah. In, um, also, I like their haircut. Oh, so good. I'm telling you, I have the biggest crush on Che. And it's... I love that. I have the biggest crush on Che. I knew you oh were... I knew you did too. Because I, like, I remember after the second episode or whatever, you were like... You think Che's going to get with Miranda? <laughs> yes. And, and I was like, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Ashley definitely sees it for Che. For sure. Like, and if I were in that world, like, I would be going to every show that Che had. Like, I would, they would know who I was. <laughs> and I like that their character is so different than Callie Torres from Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. Like, I love that it's like such a, but it seems it fits so well. Mm-hmm. Like they play that character so good. Like they play Che so good. And I'm like, this makes sense. I feel like Che is them though in real life. Yes. I feel like that is closer to who they are. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do. But I, it- I like that dynamic that they bring to the show for sure. It's yeah. Like- and it fits inside the sex in the city world so well to me. Yes. The new world. The new world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think. I'm excited um, to see where it goes. It's like ma- mindless television. Carrie's doing what Carrie does. And like. Mindless television. Because I'll be real. As soon as Thursday rolled around. Because I had off from work. I sat right on the couch in my PJs and watched it. And I was, I was pissed like, that only one episode came out. <gasps> okay, I was upset. I was going to ask you. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm not familiar with HBO Max. Also, HBO Max, like the HBO Max app on like, or the the app on the TV is like very clunky. Like if you try to like, I don't Search know. for things. Yes, and it's, it's very, slow. it's slow. I watch it on my iPad. Yeah, I watch it on my iPad. You know what? Cause I was thinking, cause I used to watch it on my computer and mm-hmm. I was like, dang, was it always like this? But now I've been watching it on my TV and I'm like. Mm. It's very bad. It's very poor. They need to fix it. What do they call it? The, uh, the UX, the user experience, they need to fix yes, it. They need to the get on that shit. Because like I was like, this this don't happen on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at this all. Netflix is or, a breeze. Or on Disney Plus. Oh, for Disney Plus on our TV is very clunky. Really? It's very slow, very clunky. It's been good on my TV. I'm maybe maybe it's been updated. I don't know, but I stopped watching it on the TV because of that. Yeah, and it's now, like crazy. Amazon Prime is pretty good. On mm-hmm. my TV, Amazon Prime. Prime is good. I feel like Prime and Netflix are the best. Absolutely. And then, but yeah, HBO Max they got they got some splaining to do. But yeah, I think they do. that I think that Harlem though is gonna be like I've been really into Harlem. I've been binge. How many episodes is it? I'm kind of scared that I think I'm about to be done. Is it eight episodes? I think or it's 10? like eight or ten. Okay, I'm on episode eight now. So what? Oh well, we won't talk about what happened in we it. Won't but talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. It. I think it's like eight or ten. But then okay. also, have you watched Run the World? It comes on Showtime. No, because I don't have a uh, cable. And... Oh, we got the. Um, we signed up for it, so we waited until the season ended. Me, my mom, and my sister, mm-hmm. and then we signed up for the free trial, seven day trial, You're and we smart. binged it in one day. And it's so good. That's what I'm saying. Like people need to hype up Run the World too. It's but th- so and good. I wish that, and I wish that these shows would just be on streaming platforms. Because, bro, well, Showtime is a streaming platform. You talking about a major one? Oh, it's on. Oh yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. I should have known Showtime had their own stream. Everybody's got a streaming platform now, which is smart because I just, I'm not getting cable, bro. Ever. Yeah, but if you end up with all these streaming platforms, you're spending more it's, money than cable. You might as well yo, get cable. You nah, know what I mean? Nah, because let me tell you something. 
I don't know, like cable bill was like two fifty. Oh yeah, good that's point. a car note. That's a yeah. car note. It's like yeah. crazy. Yeah, and you know what it is? It's like, um, so I have Prime. My parents also have Prime, but like I have Prime because I have Prime. Yes. Um. So I have my own Prime, and then HBO Max is me, my mom, my sister, and you. <laughs> Hey fam, what up? Hey fam. And then Netflix. Got my own profile and everything. <laughs> you should do, girl. And I think you can have up to five. Yeah. Please. And then um, Netflix is me, my mom, my sister, my dad, and and my son. Yeah. And, but I'm only paying for HBO and then like Prime by default because... Mm-hmm. Because Prime is included in your membership every year. Exactly. So it's like perfect. To me, it's worth it. It's so worth it. But I need to find a friend who has Showtime. Because I'm like, yo, I got an extra, I got a profile on HBO Max. If you don't have, you could drop your HBO Max, get on my HBO Max, and I can get on your Showtime. <laughs> and doesn't that, and I feel like you could do that with so many different people. Like, you pay for this that, one. And, but that's why, in that, that's why Netflix started cracking down on it. Because that's why they made you pay for more screens. Because everybody was doing that. Like, sharing their passwords. So, you notice. We'll just pay for more screens. And that's, and that's what I said. Like, I pay for the most screens that you can have. Because I'm just like. HBO Max only has one price. See? And like. It's like $15.99 a month. That's it's uh, and that's perfect. HBO, it's you know so what the thing it. I will say? HBO Max has a good library though. Oh, amazing! I can stay on HBO Max all day. I think that that's and I think that's why I was so disappointed that it that so works so poorly on the TV because the library is fire. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. their catalog is very very good. Netflix. The thing about Netflix and what I get for because Netflix will have like a good show and then they'll cancel it. <laughs> Netflix will have a good show and then I'll binge the whole show and then it'd be like coming out I have again nothing in, to watch. Yeah, then it'll be like coming out in 2023. That's why I'd be like, trying bitch, to binge. a year and a half. I'd be trying to binge stuff that got mad seasons. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Did you watch Kevin Hart's show? No, I didn't watch Netflix. It no. was so, I binged it in one night. I went to bed, caught myself going to bed at eight, didn't go to bed until like 4.30 in the morning. Watched the whole Damn, it was show. that good? I'm going to check it out. I loved it. Toya loved it too. Um, there were things that I was just like, you know, nitpicky. Yeah. But overall, totally, I would give it a four-star rating. I got to check Share it out. Share with everybody. Because I've been looking for something to re- uh, read, to watch on Netflix. And I've just been like, uh I told you that in Love. Love is my favorite series. I watch I, it over I and over watch, and over again. I, like I said, I think I watched the first season of love i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it mm-hmm. um, that i was looking for parks and recreation the other day uh, and i forgot that they took it off and i'm devastated because that's my favorite show of all time oh my god because i loved tom and donna <laughs> they were tom and donna were are literally like like they just were me they're like me working in an office like we don't really want to be here and my favorite episode is treat yourself 2011 (laughs) and it's just like and he's like tom's like once a year me and donna spend a whole day treating ourselves he's like mimosas treat yourself (laughs) <laughs> it's like mimosas treat yourself and i just can't remember that's the business like fine leather goods treat yourself <laughs> like, 
that is it's like shout out to Aziz. I'm sorry. It's like it's honestly that show is so it's so good. And a part of me is just like Ashley, just just buy it because it makes you feel good. So just Dude. buy it so that you always have it. Also, my one of my favorite actresses. I cannot, y'all. We need to protect this white woman at all costs. She's like a Dolly, like she's up there with Dolly Parton for me. Like as far as like white women that I like don't ever say nothing bad about. Um, Catherine Hahn, she um, was in WandaVision. She played, um, she's in like all these things. I know who you're talking about. And she yeah. plays, who does she play the, on the show? She plays the, the chick campaign hates, manager. Yes. And she hates kids. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yo, there's one episode. She literally has on like one of those um, like ponchos, like the rain poncho. And, and like Leslie is like, um, why do you have on a poncho? And she's like, you see these kids running around her? She's like, they're not going to touch me. And then a kid runs by and touches her with like a sticky hand. And she's like, see? And she's like, the poncho's protecting me. But like her, like, she's like such a minor character. Like, ooh, it's my mom. Hold on. It's my mom. She's trying to FaceTime me. But um, she's like, Catherine Hahn is such a great actress and she's so funny. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't oh. know. Leslie Nope always steals the show for me with that. I mean, everybody, the ensemble, it was so beautiful. Yeah, oh, Thoroughly God. enjoyed everyone. But Leslie Nope is like... <sighs> I also really, really, really enjoy Rashida Jones. Like, Oh, gosh. She was such a good... She was a good friend, too. And... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just really loved... I just love... I'm gonna buy it. You know what? I made up my mind. I'm buying it. <laughs> You're in a, wait, what platform is it on now? It's on. I don't know. Because I tried to look for it on um, Hulu and it's not on Hulu either. Hold on. It's like you have to have like a, a Paramount subscription or something <gasps> oh, like that. Oh, no. Yeah. So I, I am so pissed about that. Larry, let me stop. I think I'm, I'm just going to buy it. It's on Peacock TV. Peacock, yeah. yeah. Fucking bullshit. Like, I'm I think so I'm just pissed going at all these to little network shows taking our shit. <laughs> taking yeah. our shit. Like, we own it. They own the show. But yeah. you know. I mean. But you can buy it from like iTunes and you can own the whole, you know what I mean? Like yes. own it, own it. Kind of like what I did with Sex in the City. Yeah. I'm just going to do that and yeah, just have it. And then you'll have it always. And yeah, that's right. All like eight seasons. Cause it was like eight seasons, I think. Yo. And it's, it's just so good. It's such a good ass show like y'all parks and recreation so many and there's so many dope the episode when because how all of ron's ex-wives are named tammy tammy (laughs) and then like one one, tammy two yo and then one of the ex-wives is like is played by his real life wife megan mullally from will and grace Um, oh is that his real life wife yeah they're married in real life and like the funniest part is when they're having they're having like the drinking competition and then my girl April tries to step in and she's like, I'm Puerto Rican. I can handle this. It's like they're drinking like um, like one of the Tammy's like father's moonshine or something. April takes one shot. It's like I forget the episode now. But it's like they're drinking like one of the Tammy's like moonshine. moonshine. And yeah. April's like, I'm Puerto Rican. I can handle this because she tries to like tap it, like tap in for Ron to help him. And like she takes one shot and like falls on the ground. <laughs> it's just so, that show is so good. Like, and I just love, so I love Audrey Plaza. Like she plays that role so well. She really does. My favorite one with the Tammy's is when, um, 
I, something happens and he his mustache gets ripped off and they're like <laughs> making out all over the place. <laughs> and like running around. He's like lost his shit. And oh like, my God. It's just so funny. And it's like, I just love Ron Swanson. He was like, I love Ron Swanson. He like works for, he like doesn't believe in the government. <laughs> like but he works for them and like when the little kids have to come in to like do a project and he's like listen the government is garbage he has like the little girl and like he's like the government is a lie and don't believe anything and like she goes home and her mom like complains or like when he goes into restaurants and he just orders he goes give me all the bacon you have and so the people are just confused and they're just like so you want bacon and he says no you don't understand I want all the bacon you have <laughs> in this establishment. <laughs> and he just has like a pot, like a whole thing of bacon. He's so funny. Or like and Leslie the, and her waffles. Leslie and her waffles, her love for Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. And oh my God. It's just like Christ. It's just like the picture of Joe Biden just like chilling on her desk. Like he's like a loved one. Like, like and it's not even like she's in the picture with him. It's just like him. <laughs> Yes. Oh, the show is so good. Now now I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed thinking about it because it's on fucking Peacock TV and I can't. It's so good. And I remember I was I just Googled it like maybe like a couple days ago. I mean, looked it up on Hulu and I was pissed. Oh, wait. Have you watched Grand Crew? No, you told me about it the other day, though. You told me to watch it. Please watch Grand Crew. It's so good. I watch it on my... Yeah, we were talking. I watch it on Xfinity because you have to have, like... Yes, and I told you, okay, so I'll get, like, an Xfinity login and Mm -hmm. get my... Oh, man, that is so funny. We have a book podcast, and we've been talking about TV shows for, like, the past 20 minutes. We've just been talking about the things that make us happy, you guys. What makes you guys happy? Honestly, through this pandemic, I will say this. I am taking... I'm being very selfish with the things that I want to do and the things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just extremely it. selfish with my own time, with yes. my time and who I spend it with. Yes. it's and Me and my sister were just talking about this today. The reason why we've been able, like the pandemic didn't have as much as it, of an impact on us emotionally as, as a lot of other people is because we live with the people that we spend the most time with anyway. Like, Smart. Like, we're never like trying to escape our this house. Yes. Like everything that we do, like me, my mom and my sister do so much together. My mom and my sister do so much together. Mm-hmm. We all go to dinner together on a regular basis. Like this is like our village. We we were locked in a house with our village. And, and that is being locked beauty. in a house sucks, but like I'd rather be locked in a house with my village. That is honestly so well said because that is so true it's just like being with your people and your tribe it just and you actually like want to be with them is such a blessing because a lot of people were stuck in homes with people that it was made it so hard for them and I think that makes so much sense as to why like I think too it didn't affect me as badly because I'm just such an introvert so like Mm -hmm. I had no problem being by myself and being alone even now like um when my aunt was asking me she was like don't you get lonely like living by yourself and I was like no like I'm spending time by myself I I am my I'm like the best company. And I, one of the things that I've learned as I've gotten older is like, if I cannot be alone with myself and my own thoughts, then I have a lot of, pro- like, I have a lot that I need to work out. Yeah. And I think it's just important to be your, 
own company sometimes and be able to be okay being by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, also I have my dog. Yeah. Spending time alone, being by yourself. It's the major key. It's the major key. And honestly, it's probably kept me sane. Like I I think my, like being an introvert definitely benefited me during this because I have friends that really, uh, we're losing it, but rightfully so, because it's not natural to be alone. Like it's not, you know, we, you know, working and living in tribes is something that's supposed to be natural and socializing is a huge part of everything. But honestly, um, not having to go into an office has been great. <laughs> oh, girl, let me tell you something. Getting laid off at the height of the pandemic was the best fucking thing that could have happened to me. Oh, it's the best thing that could have happened to me. And in the moment, it didn't feel like it because I was just like, where's my money going to come from? Granted, I live at my parents' house. So like, I didn't really have too much to pay for it anyway. But like, that part was stressful. Mm-hmm. But then like, not... Because at that job, I sacrificed so much of my health mm-hmm. for that job. Um, but that's how I get when I work. And when I work for something or for someone, I put my everything into it. Mm-hmm. And it like kills me because I love to work. I love to work. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I'm putting my everything into the things that like I care about. And, and like it shows me that like girl, you need to be out here doing this yourself. Isn't that interesting though? Like it's it's like something that you thought was going to be such a, like at the moment it didn't feel like a blessing, I'm sure. And now mm-hmm. it's just like, nah, this is probably the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah, it really has been. And I just, that's why I love books we should have read so much. Cause this is seriously something that like I've always wanted to do. Like even um, I saw one of my exes recently mm-hmm. um, and we were talking and they were like, yo, I'm really, really proud of you because you used to talk about doing this books. We should have read stuff. That's they were awesome. like, you used to talk about books. We should have read before books. We should have read came to be. And now and I was look, just like, you're right. I just, and I love books. We should have read. Cause it's like, well, one, I love being able to talk to my bestie. But then I also love that, like, I don't know, when our episodes come out, it makes me so happy. Like, I'm always happy that day, that Tuesday, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's just like something that's it's so nice to do something that is so separate from my work or my personal life. It's just something that is my own, Mm -hmm. like my own little like corner of the internet corner of this like space of the ether so okay let's um let's close with what we some some goals that we envision for books we should have read in 22 we don't have to put numbers or anything to it let's just just overall goals that we envision you go give me like two of them i would love to interview more authors um, and another goal is, uh, just to reach more people. And when I say that, I mean, just hoping that more people discover the pod and, um, connect to it and, and converse with us about what they think about the podcast or what they are like, what books they're currently reading. That's all I want. Yeah, I would say I completely agree with you. I definitely want to reach more people Mm -hmm. and have more interaction with 
our audience. And like, I want this to be way more of a collaborative experience with us in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, But then my second goal would be garnering the attention of sponsorships. Oh, yeah. And starting to build a lot of those relationships that I know are going to help take us to the next level. Like that's, that is like the ultimate goal for yes. me for 22. And it'll happen. Yeah. It'll will. happen for sure. Oh, this has been fun. Great idea, Kelly. I was so nervous about this shit, but like. Why? All we did was talk about like TV shows and. And books the- and life and like. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm really happy we did this. I would just, you know how I get. I know you over you overthought it and it was all mm-hmm. good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Excited. Yeah, we do. That's it, that it, guys. That's it. Um, until next time, I guess. Yeah. See you guys next Tuesday where we'll talk about our final book in this collection. Yes. We'll talk about the final book in the series. I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, so yeah, I you know, hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> I am too. I have the Audible. Of course you do. (sighs) Of course you do. (laughs) Yes. And I just thought about that. Like, oh my God, I have the Audible. Got you. Yes. That's lit. Okay. You guys, um, happy new year. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you in two weeks. Yay. Bye guys. Bye. Hey guys, don't forget to like, review, and subscribe to Books We Should Have Read. And don't forget to leave suggestions for books you would like us to read for future collections. This podcast is a Books We Should Have Read production with sound engineering and editing by About Right Media. The dope-ass track you hear in the background was produced by Ty.2. That's Ty, T-Y dot the number two W-O on Instagram. Hey, Ty. Follow Books We Should Have Read on Instagram at Books We Should Have Read to stay up to date with all the BWSR happenings. Follow Ashley at Bashweiser on Instagram and me at Kelly Likes to Read on Instagram. If you like what you heard and you want to support this Black woman-owned and operated movement financially, there is an anchor link in the show notes where you can do just that. Any and everything is welcome and appreciated. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye, y'all.